Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're going to get involved in a board game. If you're my age or older, you might remember playing board games with family and friends. And one that I especially enjoyed was a mystery game called Clue, where to win, you had to figure out the answers to which character committed the murder, what room of the house it was committed in, and what weapon was involved. For example, it was Professor Plum in the billiard room with the candlestick. What in the world does this have to do with our study through the book of Mark? Well, our passage is Mark 4, verses 30 through 34, and it has to do with mystery, riddles, or in our case, parables, and clues. Don't worry, we're still committed to thorough expository preaching through the books of the Bible. As you follow along this week, you'll discover why Pastor Jim entitled this message, Colonel Mustard in the Field with the Word. Our venue for today is Mark chapter 4, verses 30 through 34. And to set the scene for what is before us this morning, it's pretty simple. Just back up a little bit in the Gospel of Mark. Chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. It says, As soon as he was alone, meaning out of the public eye, with his followers along with the twelve, they began asking him about the parables. And he was saying to them, To you has been given the mystery of the kingdom. That's the key phrase. The mystery of the kingdom of God. But those who are outside get everything in parables. Now, this took place on the very day when the Pharisees had gone public with their total, final, public rejection of Jesus as the Messiah. Uh, They even went so far as to declare Him satanic. And immediately, when they did that, Jesus switched to doing all of his public teaching for the remainder of the time that he spent in Galilee in the form of parables. Now, one reason for using parables or stories or analogies was so to, as he would have put it in the Sermon on the Mount, not cast his pearls before swine. He was withholding certain information from his rejectors because a parable without an explanation is essentially a riddle. And Jesus didn't want to keep uh, dragging them along while they were actually rejecting him. He wanted no more to do with the the pseudo-faith and the thrill-seeking people with the hard hearts and the religious hypocrites who were leading the way in rejecting him. The other reason for parables was to reveal new things, reveal mysteries of the kingdom of God to true believers. And Jesus unleashed rather a flood of parables on that day. Each one adds to a composite description of what we might call the mystery form of the kingdom of God. That's how does the kingdom of God, how does the reign of God look on earth during this time when 
The king has come and the king has gone. And the king is coming again. Now he is in heaven. And before he comes again to bring the kingdom to earth where he will reign for a thousand years, what's it going to be like between that first coming and that second coming? We just sang, uh, Yea, justified, blessed thought, and sanctified salvation wrought. Thy blood has pardon bought for me, and glorified I too shall be. We live between when his blood bought our salvation because he gave his life as the, the, the propitiation, the satisfactory sacrifice for sin. That was the, the first, that was the reason for his first coming. His second coming, he comes in glory. He brings the kingdom. He reigns for a thousand years, and then he gives the kingdom back to the Father after, after it's all said and done. And we live in that time in between. Well, that's the, the mystery that was never revealed in the Old Testament. That's what mystery means, something not revealed in the Old Testament and now made known. Well, during this time, between the two comings, this mystery form of the kingdom, the expansion of the kingdom of God is going to be astounding. Jesus explains the the growth of the kingdom and the problems with the growth in this parable of the mustard seed. Mustard seed, it's part of that explanation of the mystery of the kingdom. And today we come to a parable that Jesus didn't interpret for you. So we will hover over this parable today and we're going to send in our hermeneutical forensics team to comb over it for clues that we can put together until we understand the meaning and application. Now, looking for clues to interpret a parable about a mustard seed, mustard seed led me to one of the finest sermon titles in a very long time. We are going to see today the story of Colonel Mustard in the field with the, wor- with the Word. Now, if you don't understand that, you're too young, all right? Just ask your parents or your grandparents. That is such a cool reference to the board game Clue. Um, Here's where we're going. Verses 30 through 34 in Mark chapter 4. We're going to learn the parable. That's 30, 31, and 32. Then we're going to have Jesus' answer to the question, remind me, uh, why all these parables? That's verses 33 and 34. And then we will interpret and apply it. Now this is when you uh, do the hard work of harmonizing Matthew and Mark and Luke, and we can throw in John, but John didn't record this day. Um, this is the, the third of a number of parables Jesus spoke. At least eight, and depending on how you count and what you call a parable, as many as ten or twelve parables that are recorded in the Gospels, and we don't know how many more there might have been. This is the first one that wasn't interpreted by Jesus. He interpreted the first one, he interpreted the second one, and then he figured you can figure it out from there. So Jesus apparently spoke four parables in public. That would be the parable of the soils we studied last time, the parable of the wheat and the tares, a very well-known one that isn't in Mark, and then the parable we're going to study today, the parable of the mustard seed, and then the parable of the leaven. And then after those four, it seems he went inside with his disciples where he interpreted the first two and spoke some more to them and then then probably spoke even more in public. 
Now, what is significant about this array of parables is that these parables form the primary overview of the age in which we live. Remember, 1 Peter chapter 1 says that the prophets studied what they wrote about the, the, the suffering servant or the suffering Savior and the glorious King, and then they tried to figure out, how can that be? How can it be both? Well, the mystery is they didn't know about a first coming and a second coming. And this is Jesus giving us the overview of what this mystery form, not revealed in the Old Testament, but now made known, this mystery form of the kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God is going to be like today. What's the kingdom going to look like while the king is away? Now, Mark records the parable of the soils and then a few small ones that we saw last time. And without taking a, a big side trip to Matthew to fill you in on the parable that Mark doesn't include, the one about the wheat and the tares, I do want to summarize what the parables leading up to this one had said. They introduce two recurring themes which describe in part this mystery form of the kingdom. And I'm referring to the parable of the soils and the parable of the wheat and the tares. If you don't remember what that one is, go look it up in Matthew chapter 13. But here are the recurring themes that have already been unfolded about the kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God in this age. First one is that it starts small and it grows steadily. Now that was not the expectation of the messianically oriented Jews of Jesus' day because it wasn't revealed in the Old Testament and then they had other agendas that were attached to it as well. But remember when Jesus came to Jerusalem on the day of the triumphal entry, they were shouting, Hosanna! And they, they thought there was going to be a coronation. They thought the kingdom was going to be in place by sundown. Maybe, maybe tomorrow, at least by the Passover coming on Friday, and that wasn't the way it was. In this era, it is growth that's not just a sudden imposition of a rule of a king, but it's, it's more like cultivating and planting and tending and harvesting a crop, and it takes time and it takes patience. The kingdom of heaven in this age is a persuasion campaign. It is persuasion done by the power of the Holy Spirit working through the power of the gospel and uh, the word of God, but it's not a military or political thing arriving. It's a matter of, of persuasion, not earthly visible power. So it's going to start small and grow steadily one person at a time. The second theme that has already been introduced is that the kingdom of heaven on earth in this age involves a mixture of good and evil. We saw in the first parable of the soils that there will be legitimate responses to the gospel, saving faith, bearing fruit, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, and there will be many phony responses to the message of the kingdom. They'll look good at first, but they aren't the real thing. Three of those four kinds of soils bear no fruit. They represent people who responded to the gospel in a variety of ways, but short of 
saving faith. The second parable in this series that we haven't seen, but I'm trusting you to check it out if you haven't, is about wheat and tares. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.